Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. So when Putin uh, decided to uh, invade Ukraine, which was ridiculously foolish, um, and that was on February 24th, 2022, okay, he hired the Wagner Group, not his own armed forces, to be the spear tip of the invasion. And the Wagner group are ruthless. They don't take prisoners. They shoot everybody. They kill women and children. You know, it's the SS. That's what it is. No rules, no accountability, nothing. And they're paid very, very well. And a lot of the units are made up of criminals who Putin allows out of prison, violent criminals, to be in the Wagner group. Well, anyway, on Friday, uh, for whatever reason, and there's a many given, uh, Prigozhin, uh, rebels against Putin, okay? And he turns his army around, and they go into Russia, and they capture a city of some size. And the word is they're going to march to Moscow to depose the Russian minister of defense. But they stop yesterday, Sunday, and there's some deal made. And again, nobody really knows the ins and outs of all of this because there's no reporting on it. It's not like reporters are doing it. But Belarus, which is a Putin satellite, brokered a deal where uh, the Wagner group would stop and then uh, Mr. Prigozhin would seek safe harbor in Belarus. Well, if I were Mr. Prigozhin, that's a little too close. So you wait and see what happens to him. It depends who goes first him or Putin. They're both going to go. Okay, so we have the story. This just happened. But the repercussions for us, you might be in there, Oklahoma watching me or Montana or British Columbia or Japan or wherever. This affects you. 
this whole thing. And let me tell you why. Okay, so in the beginning of this Russian invasion of Ukraine, I knew it wasn't going to work because I know a lot about the world and the news. And here's what I said on January 31st, though. Putin's on the ropes now inside Russia. We don't get reporting because unlike here, if you are a Russian citizen and you bring this into a demonstration, you're in jail. I think Putin may go down this year because of this war, because he's losing it so badly. But the only way he goes down is if the Russian people take him out. All right, so that was six months ago, and uh, it wasn't a Russian people. I could not have predicted the Wagner group would turn on Putin. But all of Putin's allies, the most important being China, are looking at Putin's weakness. There are reports, again, we have no idea, that the Russian army didn't try to prevent the Wagner group from taking the Russian city, Rostov, I think it is, and, and they, they didn't have any problem, the Wagner group, advancing 120 miles outside of Moscow. Okay, again, the reporting you gotta be skeptical about, but, this is a humiliation for Vlad. And as far as the Ukraine war goes, he's done. Who's going to fight it? The Russian military can't fight it. They need these murderers to do the dirty work because the Russian army is so weak. So the Ukrainians are like, all right, we're going to counterattack and, and we're going to retake all the territory and all this business. And then China's going, we didn't figure this was going to happen. So whenever you do something like that, whenever you make that kind of a bold move that involves conflict and violence, unintended consequences will arise. So if China invades Taiwan, believe me, there are going to be unintended consequences for China and the world that are just going to be staggering, as Putin is finding out, with Ukraine. Now, here in the United States, there were, are, are, Apologists for Putin. It's incredible. There's no doubt Putin violated international war and is a war criminal. All right, his tens of thousands of women and children are dead, and millions of people are displaced because of Putin. One guy. Yet, there are people who go on television and stick up for him. Go. The, the truth is coming out that this war was not started by Russia, that Russia begged us not to try and drag Ukraine into NATO. We ignored Russia, and Russia made it very clear that they were going to defend their national interest. All they wanted was neutrality for Ukraine. I mean, that guy is, I can't even believe that he was allowed that kind of a forum. It was staggering. Robert Kennedy Jr., and he's going to have a town hall on News Nation Wednesday, and I'll be uh, doing the pregame show on that. Robert Kennedy Jr. is sticking up, sticking up for Putin. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea why he would do that. But, and you know, there are the people as well. So, wrapping this thing up, a disaster for Vladimir Putin. His credibility as a fearsome leader is shot, pardon the pun. Good thing for Ukraine and the world, because Russia's power is weakened, but there will be more to come here. 
not over by any means. So I uh, walked to the pitching mound and signaled to the bullpen for uh, the big right-hander, Colonel David Hunt, our go-to military guy, who joins us now from Scarborough, Maine. Um, Did I report and analyze that succinctly, Colonel? Yeah, you read my talking points perfectly. Well done. It was very well done. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's, yes. Um, for example, the town you, Rostov, that he first takes, which is about 600 miles outside of Moscow, is the town that houses the Russian military unit headquarters that's running the Ukraine war. Not a shot fired from there. You also mentioned 120 miles, 125 miles. That's a long way to go with tanks and artillery being towed, et cetera. And I think the distance is important because the Wagner Group commander doesn't get any help from the Russian military, particularly from the logistics people, which he gets, Wagner gets all of his supplies from. It's, it's possible to look at if he'd gotten 60 miles outside, he might've had more Russian group commanders join but he didn't. And he cuts a deal. You're right. He's not long for this world. What's been very consistent about Putin is he kills everybody all the time who's, who's against him. I think, I also think one other thing. Go ahead. Putin's protected by over almost 200,000 Praetorian guards. That's a massive amount of soldiers that protect him. That's not easy to break through. Okay, but I don't know if they want Putin anymore. You know, this is such a humiliation. Yeah, no, nobody, yeah. Right. Who who wants Putin? Nobody. So the Praetorian Guard, as Julius Caesar found out, could turn pretty quick. But but let's advance the story. So now uh, Putin doesn't have a spear point in Ukraine anymore. They're gone. This Wagner group is gone. They're not going to fight for him anymore in Ukraine. You can't. Nope. Their commander is gone. They're gone. These are all criminal thugs. They're probably deserting and running to get out of Russia right now as we speak. The Wagner Group also has uh, units in Africa and the Middle East. They cause trouble all over the world at the behest of Putin. They're paid to cause trouble in every country that Putin wants to destabilize. You would think that that would cease. So the Russian military footprint is weakened all over the world, not only in Ukraine and Russia. Am I right? Absolutely. And it's a weakness during a counteroffensive by Ukraine that the West, led by us, must, must drive a wedge through. Or, and they only got about a week to 10 days to do that. Excuse me. Russia is, is in disarray. And that is a time to, to attack. The problem is, we still got to get the tanks and aircraft that we promised Ukraine in there and they're not there yet. Okay. And I, I w- if I were Ukrainians, I wouldn't be counting on them be there. But as I wrote in my message of the day on BillOReilly.com, which everybody should go every morning and read, it's free for everybody. Um, you have a situation now where Putin is so weakened in the eyes of the tyrants, she, the Mullers, they're all watching it. Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, the nation that just puts that finger up to the wind. 
You know, they're, they're kind of moving over there to Russia. Now, all of them are going to pull back. And Putin himself, there's no good news on the horizon for Vlad. I mean, how long do you think he's got in there? Do you think he can hold on? No, I, I think you've got within three months. Uh, I, I don't think this is, as you've mentioned, this story's not over. Advancing the story is how long does Putin have? How does this affect the war with Ukraine and Russia? Is the West capable of exploiting this weakness and stop talking about how weak Putin is, <clears throat> excuse me, and get the new tanks and, heli and helicopters and the jets in there to make a difference and end this? The answer is no, they're not. But we have good U.S. <laughs> intel assets yeah. in Russia. We have the CIA, yes. NSA. We pay them. Yes. They're all over the place, okay? So I think that the Biden administration, Biden himself, I don't even know if he knows it was a mutiny. Um, but the U.S. intel certainly does. And their job should be to foster as much chaos as possible inside Russia now to call on, you know, demonstrations and everything they can do just to create uh, crisis after crisis after crisis, which they're pretty good at doing that, the American intel services. Yeah, there are actually units inside the intelligence community, as you know, that that's, they do it for as a for a living. And you could go at the expat Russians, the Russians that are inside Russia don't want Putin. I think those are the guys who are flying the drones. I think you have to obviously expand that as you put pressure back on the Ukraine-Russian and try to get this a two-front war in which Putin feels pressure inside the border and outside the border. But right. that takes coordination and effort. And if they haven't planned this ahead of time, it's going, we're going to lose the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any faith in the Biden administration's ability to deliver any hardware or NATO. But after writing Killing the Killers, and I know you read that book, the intel services are still yeah. pretty solid about hunting down True. and hurting the bad guys, despite Putin's, uh, Biden's incompetence. Uh, they're still pretty solid there. So we'll see. Would you please follow this? And if you see anything, you know, as long as your, you know, black T-shirts are starched, just let us know and we'll put you Because <laughs> we want to get know, the... the problem is, the, the problem, Bill, is you can't handle this. You can't wear this. Not, can't you couldn't wear get it? close to this. You can't wear this. Yeah, I don't want to have on. a tourniquet under my jacket. I, I don't want to do that. I mean, I hey, know Come on. Not. <laughs> Colonel David Hunt, everybody, give him a round of applause. I hope to see you soon, Colonel. Thanks for helping us out. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the Nose for News Weekend Edition. So last night I'm on News Nation. I'll be on there again tomorrow. I'll tell you about tomorrow in a minute. But I was on uh, Leland Vitter's program, and he wanted to know about the Biden situation. Roll it. You and I like dealing with facts. How close are Republicans to the thing, that link between Joe and Hunter? About 50 percent there. You know, it's a big 50 percent gap. And um, it's absurd uh, to hear Jean-Pierre spout this nonsense. Um, When Merrick Garland came out on Friday and said, oh, The prosecution of Hunter Biden was solely the responsibility of the U.S. attorney in Delaware. Um, No, you had to sign off on it, Mr. Attorney General. He's not the attorney general, Weiss. You are. You knew what the plea deal was going to be, and you said fine. The defense from Team Hunter is, hey, um, Hunter Biden had addiction issues at this time. Who knows whether he was sitting with his father or not? on and on and on and on. If your whole defense is, I might have been high when I sent the text message threatening to use my father's influence to harm you, in this case, a Chinese Communist Party official, that doesn't feel like that good of a defense. Look, all this uh, could be put to bed with Joe Biden saying I wasn't there with my son on that night. Yeah. It's all Biden has to say. But no, I'm not, not going to talk to him about it. But all Biden has to say is my son is not remembering correctly. I, I didn't sit next to him in any conversation with a Chinese communist. Right? That's all he has to say. Gone. Now, many people wouldn't believe that, but go on a record. Now, <laughs> it's, it's really, really crazy. So there's a whistleblower, you know, there's a guy named Gary Shapley, IRS guy, former guy. Okay, he's not in the the IRS any longer. He is telling the House Ways and Means Committee that he has six more people that will testify in front of the House Ways and Means who will say that Merrick Garland put the fix in on the Hunter Biden case. Okay. Talk is cheap, um, but this guy names, this guy Shapely, the original whistleblower, names the six. And we'll see. We'll see but they show up and, and testify. It's closing in on the Bidens here. But not everybody thinks it is. So, you know, Doug Schoen, he's been on the broadcast many times, one of the smartest political guys in the country, writes a column, Geo. He should resist the urge to go overboard on Hunter Biden. Public knows they just want payback. That's the title of the column. All right, Doug. Um, you and I agree often. Not here. I think yeah. the uh, walls well, are, Bill, walls you, are closing in. You just said on News Nation that they've gone 50% of the way and they have a big 50% to go. Um, I don't disagree with that. My point in writing the column Bill was to say, if this becomes the basis for the GOP campaign, rather than, as you were saying before, 
inflation, cost of living, and the like. This could be a very frustrating initiative for the Republicans. So far, they don't have the goods. Okay, that's fine. But if Joe Biden is linked to his son Hunter in a financial way, it is over for the Democratic Party. And that's where this is going. It's not there yet. And we haven't gotten there. And again, the Bidens have been very, very clever in keeping together, not letting any information slip. And given an FBI that has lost public confidence and a Justice Department similarly, I'm not convinced that we are going to get where you think it is certainly possible we could end up. All right. Well, nobody's convinced. How many? You can't be convinced. I mean, I think Comer is. It's what? Comer and Jim Jordan are convinced. Well, they're they're putting on their game face. That's for sure. But I'm talking about the folks you got. You've got to sit back. But the tr- listen, you know, you're a Democrat. You know, the Democratic Party chieftains are very worried about this. Very worried. OK, because it could all come apart very quickly. Merrick Garland is done. OK, he's finished um, because the six that are going to come in to the Ways and Means Committee are all going to say the same thing. Merrick Garland didn't want to know the truth about what Hunter Biden was doing. He's done. Garland never come back from that. They may impeach him in the House. Not going to be convicted in the Senate, but forget about it, Merrick. You're going to go down like John Mitchell went down. Maybe not to prison like Mitchell did, but you're done. The second thing is that Joe Biden himself is an unpopular president. And all of this brewing scandal that he may have taken bribes, uh, and I use the word may allegedly, because that's the fair way to handle it, just making him look weaker, correct? It does make him look weaker, Bill. Let's wait and see the six new whistleblowers and what they say. But I remember, Bill, you go back to John Mitchell, I remember the Democrats in 72, George McGovern ran on Watergate. Watergate ultimately brought down Richard Nixon, and it was a big zero in the 72 campaign. That's that's a good point, but it's not the same now because the media is is so partisan and, and the conservative media is driving this thing like crazy. Now, there are a couple of other things that we need to tie up here. First of all, the special counsel, do you agree with me, has a much harder time charging Trump in January 6th after this Senate committee report? Yes, I do. I don't believe they're going to go uh, and hold Trump accountable for January 6th. I've always felt, could be wrong, Bill, that they're going to go after him for obstructing the work of Congress in certifying the results. I don't think the January 6th insurrection will be the cause of criminal charges. Okay, so you believe that the phony 
uh, electorates that Correct. tried to uh, come in and say, no, we're with Trump and all that. But you're going to have to show that Trump ordered that, which is not going to be easy to show. I understand. Okay. Um, so to me, it's just the documents at this point. And now we're into December uh, where they'll start that case. And nobody knows. Again, I'm not trying a case on TV. I want to see what happens. So last question for you is this. I agree with you that the Republican Party, not only for the presidency, but they got to take the Senate and keep the House if they want real power in 24. And you have to run on Joe Biden and the Democratic Party's deficits, that they just screwed everything up, and that if you get diverted by Hunter Biden, um, you're going to be less, the message will be diluted. That was your column, and, I, and it's valid. But I think you're underestimating the danger to Joe Biden's presidency from this money stuff. I think he's in trouble. Last word. Bill, Bill, if you're right, and it's a big if, it will be a serious problem for Joe Biden and the Democrats. My point in writing the column was so far we're not there, and there are so many, as you suggested, big issues that the American people care about. Inflation, gas prices, cost of living. My advice to the Republicans is let the Hunter Biden stuff Play out as it will and focus on what voters themselves are focused on. All right, Doug. Always great to see you. Thanks for the good debate and have a good summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the No Spin News Weekend Edition. So there is a new book out called Rogue Prosecutors, How Radical Soros Lawyers Are Destroying America's Communities. Written by two guys who are smart guys. They know what they're doing. Uh, Charles Cully Stimson and Zach Smith. They both work at the Heritage Foundation, D.C. And Mr. Stimson joins us now from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay, so um, good luck with the book. I, I told you in a pre-interview before you went on the air that I, I don't have any problem with the book. Usually when I read a book, I got notes and I disagree with this. I, your book, I don't. Because I've been saying this, as you know, for a long time that justice in America doesn't exist anymore. Politics have taken it over, okay? So, how did this begin, Mr. Stimson? Where is the origination of this perversion of our justice system? 
Thanks for having me, Bill. It really goes back to, believe it or not, the prison abolitionist movement. Now it's small, it's fringe, it's radical, but that was the seed which then grew into a book written by Angela Davis called Are Prisons Obsolete? She answers yes, everyone else who's normal says no. Uh, and then in 2015, a Soros employee and an ACLU employee get together and decide to use $500,000 of Soros money to unseat three pro-death penalty DAs in the South. They win. They decide to go national and unseat law and order DAs and replace them with pro-criminal anti-victim zealots. So the first place they pick is Chicago, and they unseat in the primary a Latina. First DA in Chicago named Anita Alvarez, and they put in Kim Fox with over a million dollars of Soros money, and it grew from there. And here we are today. Is this tied into restorative justice? Because I was on that very early in the 2000s in Vermont where the trend in that very liberal state was to punish criminals, I mean, even violent criminals, but to have them uh, confess their sins and maybe pay a fine or community service, restorative justice. Does that tie in with this? It doesn't. Uh, of course, that's been going on in Europe for some time, as you've talked about uh, before. And, the, you know, there is no criminal justice system in the United States. There's 18,000 police departments, 2,300 elected DAs, of course, 50 states. Uh, and the systems have been reforming themselves on and off since the dawn of our country. Uh, and you remember the last big crime tsunami spike was in 1992. And since then, crime has gone down substantially across the country as, a, as incarceration rates, which peaked in 2008. But in 2015 and 2016, when Soros started funding these pro-criminal anti-victim zealots, then they just wave their regal wand and don't prosecute any misdemeanors, water down felonies to misdemeanors, don't ask for cash bail, don't charge violent juvenile murderers, rapists, child molesters in adult court, and the list goes on and on. And crime, of course, explodes in their cities. Okay. The next question is a simple question. I know everybody watching us and listening to us on the radio right now are asking it. Why would any human being, George Soros, anybody else, want no punishment for heinous criminals? Why would they want that? They believe that the entire criminal justice system is racist and prisons today are modern slave plantations. Those are their words, not ours. And so the only way to fix that in their minds is to fundamentally reverse engineer and dismantle the criminal justice system. Their words, not mine. And the way you do that is get rid of the adversarial nature of the system. You eviscerate the role of the prosecutor and swap in a pro-criminal zealot. That's what they believe. Okay, but they see the destruction before their eyes. Thousands of African-Americans killed in Chicago, murdered. San Francisco, unlivable. They see that. That doesn't have any effect on them? They like that. They want that. And in fact, you know, we've been writing about this, uh, Mr. O'Reilly, for three years now. And now that our books come out, which is the number one book on Amazon and new releases for law enforcement, uh, they realize that the Achilles heel of their movement are rising crime rates. So they're just pretending that's not happening. But it's worth the squeeze for them to have that happen because that means fewer people are going to prison. That's the trade-off in their mind. So it's they're, a sick they're, they're, but that's they're the trade -off. trading death for fewer people not going to prison. That seems to be hard to believe, Mr. Stimson. Well, get our book. 
read it. I know you have it. It's yeah, heavily I, footnoted because we quote we quote them. This is what they tell you. Reread all their books, all their law review articles. This is what they think. It's a sick, weird way of thinking, but this is just what they believe. Why does the media enable this by failing to cover African-American crime? They don't cover it. You know that. Uh, anytime there's a white person that kills a black person, it's headlines everywhere. Hysteria. Black person kills another black person. Silence. Why has that happened? I don't think uh, the Washington Post, the New York Times, and the major newspapers want to cover black on black crime because it, it shows the failure of the inner city. It shows the failure of education systems. It shows the failure of the breakdown of the American family. Uh, and so they just bury it. When they don't cover it, it doesn't exist in their mind. Okay. You've named five prosecutors that are particularly heinous. Gascon in LA, Krasner in Philly, Fox in Chicago, Bragg in New York, and Steve Descano in Fairfax, Virginia. But all of these people were elected by the voters. The voters yesterday put in the Bronx, uh, re-elected the Bronx prosecutors, one of the worst. She wouldn't prosecute anything. She's back. Doesn't some of the blame fall on we the people? Of course, because people elected them, but they were hoodwinked. They had the wool pulled over their eyes. Soros and his PACs have spent millions of dollars of poll-testing, fuzzy, happy language, feel-good language like reimagined prosecution, carceral state, and reform-minded prosecutors. And look, the beauty of this and the ingenious aspect of this movement is that they realize that DA races are low-visibility, low-dollar races. People don't pay attention to these races. And so if you have a no, well-funded candidate who makes happy talk, then they yeah. get elected. Nobody voted. All right, finally, is George Soros an evil man? I mean, evil, hardcore evil, in your opinion. His policies are evil. I can't judge him as a human being. Only God can do that. So you believe his policies are evil. Do you know why he embraces those policies? I don't. Uh, but I can add up the bodies and add up the robberies and the murders and all the rest of it and know that he has to know what he's doing. He has to know that his front groups like fair and just prosecution, all the rest of these people who are enabling and indoctrinating this new breed of radical pro-criminal zealots uh, are causing chaos and dystopian hellholes in these cities. They has to know that. Any chance it turns around? It is starting to turn around. You saw Chesa Boudin was voted out of office in San Francisco. Uh, Kim Fox has announced in Chicago that she's not going to run again next year. Uh, Kim Gardner resigned in disgrace out of San Francisco, uh, St. Louis. Rachel Rollins in Boston resigned in disgrace. So the pendulum is swinging back. Marilyn Mosby lost her primary in Baltimore because the Democratic voters of Baltimore couldn't take her anymore. But it's a right. it's a hand to hand combat in cities. It's going to keep going. That's for sure. Okay, the book again is Rogue Prosecutors. You can get it anywhere. I recommend the book. Cully Simpson, thank you for helping us today. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. 
So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful. A lot of anxiety. And it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Here's a gem from the No Spin News Vault. Let's bring in Peter Schweitzer. Tallahassee, Florida. Now, Mr. Schweitzer, as I mentioned, is a genuine reporter, okay? Uh, a fact-based guy. His uh, latest book, Secret Empires, How the American Political Class Hides Corruption, Enriches Family and Friends, out in paperback. Now, well worth reading. All right, first of all, from my uh, monologue, did I make any factual errors that you picked up on, Peter? No, I think you're right, uh, Bill. And I think, you know, the big question that nobody wants to talk about lurking in this, this relates to the Biden's activity. It relates to President Trump's phone call is, you know, we've had a couple of decades now where high ranking politicians, frankly, from both political parties have gone to countries like Ukraine, uh, Kazakhstan and elsewhere. These are countries that are highly corrupt. They have a lot of money, a lot of natural resources, and they've cashed in. And there's never been any accounting. And my point is, you know, Joe Biden and his son's big deal in Ukraine occurred while Joe Biden was vice president of the United States. So it is certainly relevant to his official conduct. When is that going to be investigated? Uh, is it ever going to be investigated? It's not going to happen by a mid-ranking Department of Justice official reaching out to Ukrainians and asking for it. It's got to come from the highest levels of Washington. And the fact that the president of the United States uh, said, you know, I'd like you, Ukrainian authorities, to cooperate with my attorney general uh, to look into this, to find out what happened, uh, is completely legitimate. Um, and I think it's the sort of thing that, that needs to happen from time to time, or else there's no accountability. Remember, Bill, we were told in 2017, you can't investigate Hillary Clinton because she's never going to run for office again. Now we're being told you can't investigate uh, Joe Biden because he is running for office. My question is, when can you investigate anybody at a senior level with that kind of um, constraint being placed on investigating, particularly liberal Democrats? All right. But if nefarious conduct is spotlighted uh, by Joe Biden, that helps Donald Trump and his reelection. So is there any validity to the accusation that Trump is only doing this so he can diminish Biden and win re-election. Well, I, I don't, you know, it's always hard to look into somebody's heart and soul and know why they did something. There were probably multiple motivations. Uh, but I think if you look at that phone call, um, you know, some people on the left have said, well, you know, Trump is using coded language to send a message to Ukrainians. I mean, anybody who's followed Donald Trump's political career for five minutes knows the man does not speak in coded yeah, language. Know, it's so absurd. <laughs> and that's why I mentioned the United States of Trump, because this portion, the Trump's, uh, you know, anger is well spelled out against Obama, Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. Now, Hunter Biden, as a private American citizen, even though his father's vice president, has a right to make money wherever he wants to make money, even if it's a corrupt bargain. 
and obviously being hired by a Ukrainian energy company when he had no energy experience is shady and so is the China situation that you investigated. But I don't think there's anything illegal in that, is there? Uh, no, right now, we don't have direct evidence of illegality. Uh, it certainly is corrupt. A lot of corrupt things uh, are legal. Uh, but my point has been, Bill, that, uh, look, it needs to be investigated. I mean, think about the two standards here. We're being told in the case of Donald Trump, um, we don't know that any laws were broken uh, with this phone call, but we've got to investigate and determine whether something illegal happens. But in the case of the Bidens, we're told you have no evidence of illegality, so it's a non-scandal. I think what drives people nuts, and you talk about this regularly, Bill, is the fact that there are two sets of standards when it comes to justice investigation in Washington, D.C. My point is it is absolutely illegal if Hunter Biden cashed in in two countries while his father was point person for U.S. policy in those countries and there were favors exchanged. We know that, that Hunter Biden was being paid a lot of money for jobs that he had no expertise in. So we know he's not being paid for his expertise. The question, Bill, is what is he being paid for? They're paying well, him for you know something. What it is. Right. I don't think you're ever going to get a crime, but certainly unethical. Um, the final question I have for you, Peter, is this. We live in a country now where the national press is not honest. Would you see that? Yes, absolutely. There, okay. there are some very good individual reporters, but as a system and by and large, correct. You're absolutely right. All right. Run by six companies, control 90% of the information flow nationally. The American people then are in a shadow. They don't get, unless they read your book and they listen or read my book and listen to my podcast and follow you, they don't get really what the what's happening. And this, to me, is so dangerous because we could lose traditional America. It's very possible if this continues. Last word. I, I think you're exactly right, Bill. I mean, what I've done in my career is I've followed the money. So we lay out how much Hunter Biden got paid, when he got paid, what his father was doing. Uh, we also look at Republicans in my book. Uh, and the simple fact of the matter is the vast majority of media, there are a few exceptions, but they're rare. The vast majority of the media is just not interested. They want to be cozy. They want to have their relationships in Washington. They want to get their leaks. So they don't want to investigate or expose what people in the political establishment are doing. And it's a tragedy. Uh, I, I have enough faith in the American people uh, that they're going to seek out alternative sources of information, but the media makes it very, very hard to do so. Yeah, they're not seeking the truth. So the book uh, is Secret Empires out in paper. Everybody can afford it. Peter, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. To watch the full episodes of the No Spin News, visit BillOReilly.com and sign up to become a premium or concierge member. That's BillOReilly.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.